You're listening to the Project Nerd Podcast Network, home of murder. Wait, no, that can't be right. Oh, no. Home of murder, she joked. And murder. Here at Hampton Grove Medical Center, we understand that childbirth can be a stressful and overwhelming experience. It's a time when you are at your most vulnerable, and the last thing you want is a room full of noise, strangers, and chaos. That's why we built all of our labor and delivery rooms with your isolation in mind. At only 6 feet wide by 10 feet deep, our suites are only slightly bigger than your hospital bed, ensuring only two people can fit in a room at a time, whether that be you and your doctor or you and a loved one. We can even accommodate fractions for more complicated relationship dynamics, such as you, a third of a doctor, a third of a loved one, and a third of your loved ones plus one, or any math in between. We're not here to judge, just to help you deliver your bundle of joy and peace. Note that delivered babies weighing over 10.5 pounds will be considered an additional person. Added fees may apply. Hello, Murder, She Joked listeners. This is Tracy Mifflin, and I am here today to try and repair the relationship with my daughter. So I'd like to tell you a few things about my daughter's podcast. Number one, this show is improvised untrue crime. Everything you're about to hear was made up completely on the spot. Number two, my daughter only gets listeners if her current listeners rate her five stars on Apple Podcasts, so please do her a favor and do our relationship a favor by leaving this audio broadcast a five-star rating. Sincerely, Tracy Mifflin. My dad mysteriously disappeared. He, he has been gone for 12 years, over half of my life. He is a treasure hunter, and he has been walking all over the world and flying all over the place to find this great treasure. He only called it the great treasure. I have no real name for it, but I only have a handful of clues and some of his best friends that went with him along the way. My name is Eleanor Mifflin. And this is Murder, She Joked. I grew up in the Dakotas. We just went back and forth between the two. But we've maintained our time in North Dakota. And my father has always been obsessed with treasure hunting. He introduced me to the Indiana Jones movies at an early age. We all saw National Treasure together in theaters. He's very into treasure hunting. To the point where I feel like I didn't even have a dad. I just had this man who looked for treasure all the time. And usually it was fine. He would find small trinkets here and there. He would find, he would find different surprises. He had his metal, metal detector and he had his flashlight and he had his best group of friends and they would always have a good time until one time they all returned and he did not. Meanwhile, I have been actively searching for him ever since then. And it's really hard to go off of those kinds of clues that you don't have 
to try and find a missing person that may or may not want to be found. This is why I started this podcast. So the more listeners that I get, maybe they can help me find my dad. Thankfully, uh, his trusty friends have been back in town. They all returned without him. I don't know if I can call them friends anymore. But here to speak on my father and of the adventure in general is his childhood best friend, Thompson Station. I remember you used to be just like a little, a little three foot nothing, just running around, just pretending like, like you were adventuring with us. And now you're, you're this whole grown up lady. You got your little podcast. We all miss Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely miss him most of all. I'm sure it's my dad, you know, of course, of course he was my best friend. I was there when you were born. You were, yes. My yeah, my mom had to keep herself half out of the uh, <laughs> keep herself half out of the delivery room so you could have ha- yourself halfway in there so the three of you guys can all be in there. Sweetheart, I am so proud of you for squeezing this human out of your vagina. <laughs> You're doing great, Tracy. Just keep pushing. Just keep pushing. Just keep pushing. Why is Thompson here? For emotional support? Darling, you know that I had to have the best man from our wedding in the delivery room with this. Unfortunately, they only allow two people in the delivery room at once. And so you have to be half out and my best man has to be half in and I get to be 100% in the room while the my child is being birthed. Bros along with hoes! Bros along with hoes. This seems so unfair! You're doing great. Darling, I've never been so attracted to you than I am in this very moment. I've never hated you more, Charlie Mifflin! I've never hated you more! Hey! Hey! Oh my god, it's a girl! It's a girl! She's beautiful! Sweetheart, she's beautiful. What should we name her? You should name her Farah. No, I'm naming her Eleanor. After my mother. Thank you again for bringing that clip in, Thompson. I super appreciate it. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, I, it's amazing that, you, that you've been able to hang on to that. Well, you filmed it on your Super 8 camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked... I watched it, uh, like, every day for the first year of your life, and it made me feel like I was included in your family. Aww. And I feel like I'm still kind of included in your family. Hey, how's, uh, how's your mama doing? How's, how's my girl Tracy? Oh, uh, she's been struggling a lot, you know, just ha- dad being gone. It's just us now. And I just, I, I just feel like she hasn't really been herself since that last trip. I thought it was just going to be a chill trip for you guys to go to southern Italy, but, you know... I love you, Eleanor. I have experienced a lot of growth these last few years. I joined a knitting club. I fell in love with a buffalo. I got a part-time job at a Walgreens. What? What? Mom, wait, wait, wait. you might want to... Can you run it back, like, the last two? You fell in love with a buffalo? Yes. Uh, I've been trying to reach you via... The internet, the carrier pigeons. Hold on. 
Otis, stop. But mom, mom, dad, dad. Otis is the name of my buffalo lover. What? Mom, dad might still be out there. Uh, mom, dad might still be out there, and you're just you're, you're just moving on. How can you do that? I had a deep desire for companionship, and there's not a lot of options for a seventy-year-old widow in Fargo, North Dakota. Everyone's dead. You don't know if you're a widow. You don't know. Oh, I know. It's been... Sorry to cut you off, Mom. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm sorry. Your father's dead. It's been... What did you say? Twelve years? Yeah, but that still doesn't mean... That doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. It's been twelve years since your father disappeared, and I can't be alone, and... Let's face it, was he the love of my life? No, the buffalo is. Mom, you mean a literal buffalo. You are disgusting. This is Otis, my companion. Uh, hey, Otis. Otis would like you to refer to him as Daddy. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. You're not my dad. My dad is still out there. That's very rude, Eleanor. I did not raise you to be a... I don't care, Mom. And this is why we haven't spoken in two years, that attitude of yours. Yeah, I guess so. I'm also not fucking a buffalo, Mom. I said he's my companion and my husband. I did not say there was sex involved. That's what a vibrator is for. Mom! Well, if woman to woman, bestiality is wrong, vibrators are right. Oh my god. Yeah, Mom, you don't even, like, care. Like, yeah, it's been two years, but you also haven't really tried to reach out to me either. And now I find out you're married to a buffalo? Don't be rude to your daddy. He's not my dad. Go to your room, wherever that is, I don't care. Go to your room, Eleanor! (sighs) Whatever, Mom. Can't even call you that anymore. Otis, Otis, can you make me some coffee, but make it a strong... Otis, can you fuck off? Otis says, no, you're a rude girl. Well, listeners, I'm sorry you had to hear that, but I, I think it's important to be vulnerable as an entertainer, so... Shared that phone call with my mom. Um, whatever. Let's call her Tracy now. I never took your mom as a buffalo type. I always thought that she'd be more of a, um, maybe an eagle? Maybe a hawk? That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I just can't believe that she moved on from dad. It's been 12 years. It's not been that long. Well, she's not the only one that had to move on. I had to go find new best friends. (sighs) Did you ever try to continue to find the treasure? I feel like that was like that was the goal. I remember at the end of the day. The thing, it's hard to find treasure when you're the only person that's looking for treasure because everybody around you just thinks you're crazy. It's like your father and I were like kindred spirits. It's like it wasn't even just a best friendship. It was like we just connected and he he thought of things that I could have never thought about and yeah of course I tried of course I went through Italy it looks like the next place we would go would be Germany I am literally 
so psyched to be here with you, Thompson, my best friend, my best man in Italy. You and me, my friend, in Italy. Charlie! Italy with Charlie! Whoop, 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 whoop. It is the quintessential place to search for federal booty. And, and by that, I mean treasure. Exactly. It is the boot. Yes, it's treasure time. This is the dream. This is, we're here. We're here. This might be the last stop. Have you thought about that, Charlie? It can't be the last stop. You know why? Why? Because you and me, we're going to head to Germany next. Thompson, listen to me, man. I'm listening. I couldn't do anything else but listen. If we don't find the treasure here, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Okay? All this... My entire life has been building up to this one point, and maybe I have a child at home. Maybe I have a wife at home. But if I don't find the treasure here, I don't know what I'm gonna do next. Maybe we could find another treasure. Maybe you could keep finding treasure with me. Have you thought about that, Charlie? It sounds like treasure means something very different to you than it does to me, Thompson. Can you please explain to me what you mean? By treasure. I think that by treasure, I do... Of course I mean the booty. Of course I mean the cash. Of course I mean the moolah, the, the gold, the the jewels, the doubloons. Exactly. Exactly. But is there deeper meaning? I'd be lying if I said there wasn't. Thompson, I need you to be straight with me. Do you love me, man? I love you, Charlie. I always have. Like, I'm... And I'm not just saying bros... Among hoes, I'm talking like, do you actually romantically love me? Be honest with me, man. If I say yes, will it change anything? The only thing it'll change is my willingness to return to my wife and child. I love you so much, Charlie. I'm so madly in love with you. I've been in love with you since the first day of first grade. When you wore a Spider-Man t-shirt, and everybody else thought you were dumb for wearing a Spider-Man t-shirt in the middle of South Dakota, but I thought it was cool, damn it! I thought it was cool, and I've always thought you were cool. It broke my heart when you married Tracy, and I just wanted to be her friend. I wanted to raise Eleanor as my own. I just wanted to be with you. You! I could never marry. I could never be with a woman the way I am with you. Yo, Thompson, I was into this before you started talking. But the severity at which you love me is a little bit off-putting. And I would be very, very un dishonest with you if I didn't say I was a little bit scared by your energy right now. I'll turn it down. I'll turn it down. You know, you know about my Thompson tangents. I'm sorry. What if I don't want you to turn it down? What if I want you to channel it? Well, we are in the city of brotherly love. I thought that was Philadelphia, but we can still roll with it. I thought it was Venice. I just... Well, I guess it's... I'm just real glad we're not related then. We're absolutely not related. That would make shit really weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thompson, listen to me. When we find this treasure, you and I can run away together. So let's go hunting. Let's hunt for the treasure. And then you and I can make sweet, sweet brotherly love. Oh, Charlie. Yes! Listeners, I ended up receiving 
what I would have assumed would have been anonymous, but they just put their name right at the bottom of the email with that clip, which is like having to be one part journalist, one part concerned daughter. Lots of lots of things can exist at the same time. And my brain is a little sore. But thankfully, I was able to get in contact through a series of emails with the uh, with the anonymous sender. Um, and turns out it is one of the cafe owners from Italy um, who sent me this clip that they took <laughs> of my father and Thompson expressing love. Ever since I saw this too at the, at the cafe, they were so in love. It was so pure, but it was heartbreaking. I was hanging on every single word and then poof, I never see them again for 12 years. Yeah, yeah, same here. For 12 years. And and, and thank goodness we uh, kept the receipts. I scoured and scoured because I heard him talk about his daughter. And I thought, I have to tell his daughter. I have to finish the story. I have to help her. I have to help her. So I found you, Eleanor. I found you and I told you. So now you know. Now you know your father's truth. He is, he is in Well, he skipped out on his best friend. Patricia, can you please kind of elaborate? Like, from my understanding, my father often spoke of a cafe in Italy, He in southern Italy, he enjoyed going to. Um, And I take it it was your cafe. Yes, my cafe. I feel like I really didn't get to know my dad all that well because he, you know, disappeared 12 years ago. Could, could you just kind of walk me through what he was like then and, like, his dynamics with his buddies? Yes, he loved the Cafe Bella. Charlie Mifflin loved the Cafe Bella. And Patricia loved Charlie Mifflin. Your father was a so handsome. Aww. Oh, ciao. Oh, hello, Charlie. You came back to see me. You're so sweet. Can I get you a meatball? Can I get you spaghetti? Can I get you anything? Here, here's a breadstick. Here's a here's a big jar of meat sauce. Here's some uh, p- tomatoes. I grew them in my garden. Handmade just for you, Charlie, from the garden I made just for you on the top of the hill that I live on. Patricia, you're such a cute girl. But I have to be honest, the energy that you're putting off is a little unsettling for me. I don't take strong emotion well. But if you're offering me a meatball... Or an espresso, I will take both. Absolutely, Charlie. You get whatever you want. You get a meatball. One meatball and an espresso for Charlie. He is the one with the beautiful mustache. Chop, chop. Ah, see, 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 see. Gotti, gotti. Charlie, Charlie, you have to tell me where, what about, what have you been doing? Where are you, where's your next adventure? Where's your next treasure? Patricia, listen to me. It is a matter of life love or death uh as you may know thompson and i have been searching for the treasure here in italy for well on three weeks now and while i've loved coming to your cafe i'm afraid that i can't stay much longer if we don't make any progress and oh no is oh no there's something i can do to help you with it with anything i'll tell you anything i've heard that you're an expert in italian lore especially in the southern Italian region. Yes, my family, the Bellanoches, have been here for centuries. We literally never move because that's just what not the Italian way. And also, we hate northern Italy. 
So anything you need to know, I am the expert. I will help you. It's precisely your family's legacy that I'm inquiring about. As you may well know, there is a famous song that includes your family's surname. This is the night. Such a beautiful night. And they call it Bella Note. That song was written about my great-great-great-great-grandmother. Right. And I need to know, what night was it? Because it is the key that will unlock the mystery to the southern Italian treasure. Oh, this is a great story. So my great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, Antonio, he fell in love with my great-great-great-great-great-grandmother, uh, Gia. And they fell in love, and they were at dinner. And they hadn't, they hadn't expressed it to each other yet. You know, they just had the feelings. They had the fire inside of them, but they hadn't expressed it. And so my, my great, 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 great grandfather, Antonio, he looked at my great, 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 great grandmother, Gia, and said, this is the night. The night is September 26, 1919. And it is a beautiful night. And you are beautiful. And then he proposed to her, and she said yes. And that is how generations and generations of Bella Noches came to be. You've cracked. I think we've got what we need. You cracked the code. Thompson! Sorry, I got caught up looking at all the tomatoes outside. What you got? Patricia has just given us the mysterious date, the date that we needed to crack the code. Patricia! You have saved our lives every day that we've come in. You've given us the coffee that I need to feel like I'm alive. And even though I'm already very, very alive, when I look at Charlie and his beautifully sculpted body and his beautifully painted eyes, I feel alive. I feel... I know that's right. What? I was agreeing with you. I know that he's a very handsome man. He's very handsome. Yeah. Great, 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 great. Thanks. Hey, he's married, though. Oh, I know. And it's okay. You just look. I'm looking. I know touch. I know touch. No, no, no. I, I get it. We got, we got, we got to look. It's, it's not illegal to look. I, I saw a couple people on the plane here. They were, be- they were beautiful people. I couldn't tell you whether or not they were married or not. You know. So focus, man. Focus, Tom. Okay. The date. The date. September 26th, 1919. Oh, so you heard our entire conversation. It's painted outside. Somebody wrote it in, uh, in sidewalk chalk. Yes, that was my great-great-great-grandmother. She, uh, she wanted to remember the anniversary for her, for her parents, so she wrote it on the wall so we wouldn't forget. It's really sturdy chalk. I'm impressed. Yes, it is an old family recipe. We're losing sight of the problem here. We need to crack the code for the treasure. Listen, Thompson, your energy, it's very concerning sometimes, but I need you to channel it. I need you to channel it so we can find this treasure so that you and I can be together. Do you understand me? I understand more than he'll ever know, Charlie. Patricia. Yes. You were a blessing to this earth. Thank you so much for your help. Thank you. You, you boys, you do, both of you, I made you up a bag of meatballs each for the road. That video clip that I was able to to watch and play the audio for you for was incredibly touching. And it was so nice to get to hear my dad's voice and to like, for me being able to see him, he wasn't a ton older than I am now, I believe, when he had started going to Italy, Um, getting to to know Patricia and everything. And um, listeners, I believe now is um, now it's time for a commercial break. But we'll be right back after a few words from our sponsor. 
Ready to finally do what it takes to find a love that will last? Well, giddy up, cowgirl, because lovelasso.com has developed the ultimate algorithm to find the perfect partner for you. Specializing in human bovine pairings, we'll find that strong, silent type you've always dreamed of. Cows, bulls, bison, buffalo, we know we have the non-sexual partner for you. But don't take our word for it. Listen to one of our many success stories. I was feeling really sad after my husband left me for his male best friend. Not because he was in a homosexual relationship, because I am fully supportive of the gay pride movement, but because I was lonely and I had a child to raise by myself. On top of that, my husband Charlie loved to talk. He talked my ear off and didn't leave room for me to say a GD word. That's where Love Lasso came in and introduced me to the strong, silent type that I deserved. And I fell in love in a non-sexual way with Otis the Buffalo. (laughs) He does have a very alluring voice though and I do enjoy listening to his grunts and his chews. My life has completely changed. I have a partner who enjoys to do things with me like watch me knit, draw a bath for me, and even solve a decades-long mystery that has plagued our family for years. Thank you, Love Lasso. I would be so sad without my non-sexual, and I repeat, we do not have sex, companionship with Otis. LoveLasso.com. We'll find you love that is strong like bull. Thank you for taking a minute to listen to the word from our sponsor. We're now back. Um, Okay. I had to like, I had a bit of egg on my face, not literally, but metaphorically. I decided to reconnect with my mom after that very heated phone call I played for you earlier in the episode. Um, And uh, just because I don't, I don't know if I have any more family outside of her. And I really just need to try and make that work. Look, Mom, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm so mean. I accept your apology, and I'm so glad you called me back because you're my only family. I know you want to believe that there's another out there somewhere still alive, but it's just me and Otis. We're your family. God, we could you could have just stopped at me. We don't need... Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Mom. Is Otis there? Yeah. Otis, come on in. Hey, Otis. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry I was mean on the last phone call. Um, mm-hmm. I, oh, you're still talking. Okay. Gotcha. He has a lot to say. Okay. Okay. He went through my mail. Well, I've been saving some things. 
from your father. He's jealous because your father wrote me. Really? 12 and a half years ago and said he was coming home and he didn't. Oh my God. Mom, you've never told me this. Didn't want to break your heart. <laughs> he says I waited for your father for long enough before I chose to open my heart again to love. And that love is Otis the Buffalo. Mom, I, I guess that's fair. It just... But, but Dad could still be out there. He might... He might have had a detour or something. I don't... I just don't understand. Like, it seems like... I feel like you guys know something I don't know. And I just don't understand how you can just give up on Dad so easily. Otis heard something. What? He's reluctant to say in this situation, but he's going to spell it out letter by letter. <laughs> well, listeners, uh, I will just fast forward to the next 25 minutes of this audio to now reveal what Otis was spelling out letter by letter with his hooves. Otis said that Thompson told him that he and your father fell in love and that they went treasure hunting together. And when they did not find the treasure, your father told Thompson that he was going to expose their romantic affair and in turn, Thompson murdered your father. What? Oh my God. (laughs) I'm sorry. Otis would like to add it was a violent murder okay otis thank you okay gotcha and otis would like to tell us that thompson called him a stupid little buffalo and that really hurt his feelings well i don't really care about that i think your father was friends well fuck buddies fuck friends with a murderer and an ignorant person Thank you, Otis, for con- for sharing. But you're not my dad. Otis isn't talking to you right now. He is very upset. And... But we'll forgive you. We will forgive you because you are our only family, as we've already established. Well, I will agree to family therapy, I guess. <gasps> With me and Otis? The three of us? Yeah, it's good... Yeah, it's going to be one of those, like, one of us will have to be half in, the other one will be half out situation. I realize the therapist we like to go to only allows two people in there. So, I'm fine with that. Well, Eleanor, it will be you and you and my legs half out. Okay. And Otis and my head full in. Okay. I can, I can live with that. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I guess it is also the series finale of Searching for My Dad because we found him. But I'm really sad that my dad never found himself. Instead, he 
just was murdered. Well, listeners, thank you for being part of my 38-part mini-series podcast of trying to find my dad. Tune in next week when I do some clothing hauls. Thank you for listening to Murder, She Joked. Murder, She Joked was presented by Courtney Warner as Eleanor Mifflin, Ella Fritz as Thompson Station, Rachel Wilson as Charlie Mifflin, Dana Danielli as Tracy Mifflin, Katie Hennon as Otis the Buffalo, and Libby Gens as Patricia. Theme song by Megan Rose, editing by Justin Howard, and production by Dana Danielli. Thanks for listening. Three, two, one.